Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Empowered Parent. My name is Raquel Brown, and I am a wife, a mother, an educator, and most importantly, a passionate follower of Jesus Christ. This podcast is designed to empower and equip parents with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to increase your influence and impact in the lives of your children and the children in your circle of influence. I hope you leave feeling inspired, refreshed, and renewed. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how to make screen time easy in your family. Now, the amount of times our children spend on their devices is always an area of concern for parents. But I'm going to try to share with you another way that you can see screen time so that it can work to your advantage as a parent. So I'm going to be using the acronym EASY, E-A-S-Y just to help you understand the four ways that you can use screen time in your home with your kids. Now, first, let me start by saying that all screen time is not created equally. I have two daughters myself, and it is possible for my daughters to spend like the majority of a day um, on their devices, but they would have still been um, effective using their devices. They would have been learning and they would have been engaging in meaningful ways. So to start, we'll look at the letter E. E stands for educational. This is when your child is engaged with their device, with websites or apps that are educational. And when I say educational, I mean those those apps and games that are fun and there's learning there, but it's kind of hidden in like games or fun things to do. So there are a ton of examples of websites like this. And one that comes to mind is one called Prodigy Math, for example. So kids are playing this game. They're interacting with the player or with the players and the avatars. Um, They're um, meeting other friends online in this game. And while they're playing, they're actually doing math. So that's an example of educational um, use of screen time. Um, The A stands for academic. So this is when your kids are engaged with their technology and they're doing work that is clearly um, and obviously academic. So this would be sites like Google Classroom, for example, if your child is engaged in learning online or their teacher uses Google Classroom or Brightspace as a platform to help them engage with their learning, they're turning in assignments, they're doing things online. Those are overtly academic. And that's another way that our kids can use their screen time. The third way is social And when I say social, I'm referring to those instances where kids are engaged in their with their device and they're using applications or websites that are building social relationships. So that's where you're looking at your Facebook and your Instagram, your Google Meets. This tends to be one of the areas where parents are most concerned. But if you're if you're looking at screen time in a more balanced way, you'll see that there is a legitimate space for social interactions on social media um, as long as they're monitored by a parent. Um, I think it is very beneficial for kids to be using their screen time to explore social relationships. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all of those applications come to mind. And with appropriate monitoring, they can be um, a source of entertainment, fun, and even learning for your kids. 
The last way that kids can use screen time is what I call your choice. That's the Y in easy. So for your choice, your kids are exploring those apps and websites that are just pure, pure fun and entertainment. So those are the apps and websites that are more like TV watching. So your Netflix, some parents have Pure Flix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime. They're watching movies and TV shows. Now, if you think of screen time using this acronym of educational, academic, social, and your choice, now you're seeing that Um, It is possible for a child to be on their device for what seems like a long time, but the end of that time could actually be very effective. And I'll give you an example. If my daughter is online in the morning using her YouVersion app, which could be seen as educational and academic, spiritually academic, she's learning um, for an hour or half an hour, and then she checks her social media and then she's engaged in some online learning, and then she watches a movie, that that is still a balanced um, menu of how she's using her screen time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying for a minute that we should divide our children's day into four quadrants and have them on, on social media or on their device for like three hours per block for E-A-S-Y. What I am saying is instead of being um, first concerned about how long they're on their device, it is beneficial to reflect on what are they using their devices for? Right. Another thing to remember with screen time is it is new for the most part to most adults. Now, we all have phones and we all have devices, but we're not um, engaging with them as often or in the same way as our teenagers or our middle school students or even our even young elementary kids. So there needs to be some grace as as parent for, from parents as you find that right balance for your child and teenager. Now, I believe that when kids are really young, like babies and toddlers, you do want to stay away from too much screen time because developmentally, there are some issues you can face with their actual sight and and their brain development. But I'm talking about older kids, just being aware um, of how they're using their screen time rather than just how much they're using their screen time can also help you um, open up some very mature conversations with them about what they're doing. So rather than just setting a limit of you're only using your screen um, time, your device for an hour a day, now you're going to be having a more mature conversation around what are you using your device to do? Because as parents, you want to empower your children to be able to make responsible choices. So our children will never learn how to be responsible with technology if we are always the ones setting all of the parameters and giving all of the directions around it. We have to learn how to teach them to be responsible. And the only way they're going to learn to be responsible is if you give them some responsibility. So none of this obviously is without saying that, or it goes without saying rather that as a parent, you want to make sure you have some parental controls that you are checking to see what they're looking at, especially when they're younger and they're building that trust and they're building that piece, that responsibility piece. But as they get older, if we have done um, 
a good job of teaching them what responsibility looks like, then you'll have less stress and you'll be less worried when they're actually on their own and you don't have the same freedom to look at their device and to check on everything. Remember that as Christian parents, you don't just want kids to be compliant. So you say, don't look at this website, don't download this app, and they're just following instructions. What you want to do is have faith conversations around how they're using their device to make sure that they're using their device in a way that honors God. Even if they're using it educationally or academically or socially, or they're making their own choices, you want to make sure that they understand that God's word and God's truth and God's expectations as it comes to character um, and integrity apply online. And that's the bigger idea that we want to to hand down or pass down to our kids that their integrity and their character um, in the sight of God um, is their their device is not exempt from that. So it's very important that we use screen time, that we use devices as a way to teach that responsibility. So again, just to recap, to make your screen time easier, you want to think of it using four, four ways of thinking of it. E for educational. So again, those are your games or apps that are more designed to teach and kids are engaged in learning in a fun way, playing games and things like that. Then you have your A for academic. Those are your platforms that are overtly academic and your kids are engaged in very direct instruction and learning. And then you have your social apps like your TikTok or your Instagram or your Snapchat. And then your choice, which is where I group things like Netflix, Disney Plus, and even watching TV. So I hope that's been helpful to you and that you'll rethink so you can make your screen time easy in your home you can reduce your stress you can increase productive conversation and we can end up raising kids that are responsible and know how to make good choices and not just follow what we say